This is a We Are On We production. It's been a while since we've talked, hasn't it? I think yeah, so. It's, it's been, been like a few weeks. Yeah, it's been a good few weeks, and a lot has happened, dude. Like, has a lot ha- what's, what's happened? What's happened in the life of you? Of the life of a retro arcade monkey? <laughs> um. I just well, realized how cringy I, that sounded. As, as yeah, soon yeah as I like said it. what the life of a, a, the life of a retro arcade monkey. That that's that sounds like something a for, a cringy fourteen year old Minecraft YouTuber would oh, say. Oh no! Um, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> holy crap! Um, I finished my I I have been in college a lot, and I just finished my coursework. I'm all completely done. Um. It's, it, it feels really damn good. I finished it probably, like, last minute. And, like, everyone... Uh, every, uh, the college currently is, like, getting everyone to uh, do this thing on the side because um, there's this big project that the whole college is getting everyone to do where they're doing a um, play of the American Idiot play, sort of. The, the musical, anyway. Because um, there was this, like, big musical a while back just based off of the American Idiot album by Green Day. And they were just like, whoa, let's... The college was like, hey, let's do a, a big-ass musical um, play of that. And they got everyone to audition, and including me. But then, um, yeah, we, we kind of like did a rendition of a few songs um, at the end of the year. And then, um, yeah, now, now, now currently everyone's kind of like rehearsing for it. And I'm the only one who isn't rehearsing for it. <laughs> and I'm the only one who isn't actually going to be a part of it, because I personally oh, really? choose not to. Why not? Yeah. Um, the reason why is because it doesn't interest me, and also it's not something I necessarily need to do. I need to do. Um, I find that the, the musical itself is... I don't know. I think Green Day is fine. I'm not really that big on the musical, and I feel like, I feel like it's just sort of meh. I I don't really care. It, it's not it's not like necessary for my course, and I'd much rather do my coursework. Which is funny because everyone else, everyone else is is wanting to do it and avoid the, doing their coursework. Meanwhile, I'm just like I just want to finish my coursework and go home. <laughs> That's all I want to do. It's weird that people are like they actually like get that involved to avoid like actual mm. work, and you're just yeah, it's. it's you would think a lot more people would be like you, you know, like, let's get that shit out of the way, and then I can go do my own shit. Mm. But yeah, these kids are like, well, I want to rehearse, and, and then they're like, oh, I'm so tired, it's so exhausting, and I'm like, mate, I this is why I don't go, <laughs> this is why I don't want to do this. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's, it's just... Now everyone's kind of finishing up, and it's actually gonna be uh, starting in a week. I'll just kind of be the watchful eye. I'll be the guy that's watching um, on the side, being like, "Let's see how this goes. Let's let's you know." I noticed, like on set, they actually had like a real American flag because when we, because um, they got us to perform um, three songs from the musical on Christmas. And um, it was it was the main theme, American Idiot, and then there was, um, I think it was, um, I'm trying to remember like what are the other songs that we that 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 they got us to play. I think one of them was Holiday, 
and then the third one I completely forgot, but it was um it was essentially it, it was it, they had this one segment where we had to go out back from the stage, get these American flags and then wave them around. Um but here's the thing, they weren't really American flags. They what were the were they? they were the crappiest looking American flags I've ever seen in my life. They didn't get the they didn't even have the stars on right. They were oh, like that's funny. Crappy white splodges. And I showed I I I showed it to one of my American friends just out of curiosity uh, what they'd think and they were just disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> that that the English had so little care over the, over like the American flag, like oh, that's they, funny. They just did not give a shit, <laughs> and and we and and th- then it, it's also kind of ties into sort of um one of the reasons why I really I I don't something about um theater acting so far in this course is that I found that I don't really care for it as much as I thought I did because th- there's a lot of pressure involved with theater acting. Yeah. Like it, why do you think that? Why? What, like what sort of pressure like to perform well, like in front of the, like the peers or is it more like it's sort of this like highly seen upon the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, Compared to like other things you do, it's, like other sort I, of, it's like is that what it is? It, it's actually not quite that. It's a um, it it's it's the concept of acting and performing live with like a constant, um, constant possibilities of it going horribly wrong and going embarrassingly wrong. And while it's very exhilarating, I'm I'm not I won't deny that it is incredibly exciting and. Um, just tension building, you know, job, um, being a part of that. And I've, I've seen like a few, a number of plays and you can definitely feel that kind of the, um, the adrenaline in the air, them just delivering their lines. So, you know, so quickly and so well, um, and it's, it's the pressure of performing live in front of a large amount of people uh, where where the expectations are high and you have to keep that expectation high and you have to keep that bar mm. raised and make sure you don't fuck up. It's 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 the pressure of not fucking up because if you fuck up, it's 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 even worse in college in an, in in a education environment because all of this stuff is marked, all of it. Like uh, the, your performance is completely marked. Everything that you do for for it's marked. Everything that you work for in this performance is all marked. And they all ch- they check all of this stuff, and you have to make sure that it is absolutely perfect. Um, and when and and it's even worse when you when you are stressed and when you are like, oh god, what do I do? And when I was when I went out to perform uh, for American Idiot um, on Christmas, I was just completely shitting it. I was absolutely like shit in the bed. Um, <laughs> literally, because I had to stand up on a bed, um, and it was just, <laughs> it was awful, because I had to sing the first few lines from American Idiot on top of a bed with my parents in the stage, <laughs> and it was so awkward and embarrassing, because I had to really just get out of that mindset, 
theater acting is pre is is more pressure than any kind of acting job because you have to make sure that that everything goes well you have to not be anxious because it's it's the it's the anxiety of playing in front of a live crowd that gets some people and even gets me so it's it's one of the reasons why it's like it's not really for me it's like it's 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 it, theater acting really isn't my thing and so it it's something to get used to and it is fun it is like it is fun in a way but at the same time it's also incredibly nerve-wracking because you have to um even through all of the rehearsals and trying to get it right there's still that pressure of you know you could forget your lines and thank god that's never happened to me on stage yet but it's happened to other people uh, it has happened to my peers when we performed these some of these oh jesus and it's really awkward and embarrassing um and and we had to do this one musical called in the heights which um mm. God, it, my I was okay because I had no lines, and I was so happy about that. I had nothing to say, so I was like, "Oh, thank God, I can just walk around and do nothing." Um, I I had to really get into the role, though. I had to really get into character, even though it was like <laughs> I didn't say anything or really do anything. Um, meanwhile, oh God, one of the um one of the um people in my class uh she played the character of vanessa and oh god fucking hell um we, she had like a solo singing uh scene and uh oh jesus and basically it was really awkward and embarrassing because she couldn't sing um she was completely out she's that frightened um i don't think that was it i think it was be it was more so because she was sick um, she was very, very sick when she was performing, uh. and so her voice wasn't really there. And so when she was going to sing, she was completely off, and at one point her voice broke as well, and it was just a complete mess, and I was, I felt so, so sorry. <laughs> I felt so sorry oh, for God. her. Oh, God, imagine being that position. Yeah, it was, um, it, like, ima ima it, I, I couldn't even, like, if I was there, I would have just completely broke down. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to handle that. Um, Christ. It, it It's like theater acting is, is intense, especially for someone like me who just absolutely shits it when p performing. Um, even when I'm, when I'm, when I'm performing with my guitar, uh, sometimes outside, I get like violent shakes, which is, oh, really? yeah, I do. It's a real problem. So when I'm doing it on stage, it's really bad. Though I've been, it's been getting a lot better recently. Though, like, um, when I, uh, for my FMP, for college, which stands for Final Major Project, um, I I did this. We we all did this thing called brainstorm, and it involved the parents quite heavily, and my parents were there obviously, hmm. and so there. I so for the first few minutes, I was violently shaking, and and. There is footage recorded, and I and I in fact I actually have that footage now, and for the first few minutes, I, it looked like I had Parkings Parkinson's for a while, and then I just Jesus Christ. oh god, and then it it just it got better as it went on, so yeah, and then I started like shaking a whole lot less, and I became much more uh, much more confident and much more, um, much much better with it, 
And so, th also, um, there's a there's some dancing in this one, and um, I'm glad I have this. Oh, I, I'm glad I have this footage because um, it's pretty freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> you know, you know the um, you know the Reese's Reese's Puff stance by Idubs, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did that on the on the play. <laughs> I did that in the first few minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and um, yeah, we we cause cause they were cause they were like, okay, Matt, you do the funny silly dances, and I was like, you don't even have to tell me that, cause I I would do that regardless, cause I um cause every play that I've ever done for this college. I've always done a silly dance. I've always worked that in. It's like an Easter egg, where I always do this like one specific dance. And um, uh, you seen? Have you seen um the Office, the British Office? I've I've seen bits and pieces of the British Office. Yeah, not okay. all of them. There's this episode where um where David Brent um the this uh, David uh, which is like Ricky Gervais's character, and he's hosting this big party. And all of that. Uh, it's a really awkward, horrible, uncomfortable party, uh, mind you. And he's in. Then he and then he decides to uh, bust some moves. So David Brent gets on the floor, and then he just starts doing this like weird octopus dance. Um, and it's 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 amazing. And I took some inspiration from that, and I do that very same dance in every single play that we've done in this college so far. I've. I've oh, Jesus I've Christ, made sure really? to work that in every which which <laughs> way. Um, I did that for In the Heights. I did that for Brainstorm, most certainly, and I even did that for the American Idiot performance. Um, oh god! We, when we were performing like the main song, like it was very heavily choreographed, but I managed to work that in in the corner, and everyone was like looking at that because that was the one thing that was like really stuck out, <laughs> and they were like laughing their asses off. Um. And uh, like for, for for and we've kind of like set that up as like as something to have for every play now. Um, in the height, in in the heights, it is very cho heavily choreographed. So during one of the dance sequences, I was in the corner and I got so bored waiting and just standing there that I just straight up did the fucking Reese's Puffs and David Brent dance all at once. And my teacher. Uh, one of my dance teachers saw me in that corner and just couldn't stop laughing, and that was wonderful. It was it's a wonderful, wonderful moment. Um, and just getting that opportunity to do as much silly shit as possible and have as much fun as possible, d despite this really intense <laughs> scenario where my parents and everyone are like scrutinizing my performance. Um, making sure it's all good is, 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 is really fun. Do you think you would thrive in a, if you were doing like a comedic musical, like let's say you were doing the Book of Mormon. Oh. Do you think you would do well doing Fuck that? yeah, actually. Like, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing I want to do. I, the Book of Mormon is, I think, one of the greatest musicals of all time. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm as, yeah, I'm I, as bold hmm. to say that, really. Uh, sorry, go ahead. What are you going to say? Because uh, it's really... Because I haven't listened to many musicals. And I, well, I haven't... Okay, uh, so I've never seen it. I've never seen it in person. But I listened to the soundtrack, and it became a regular, playing over and over again. It's just so well done. Yeah. 
It's I, 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 like um, Matt and Trey are just they just know mm. how to like they know how to use music and comedy together in one in this because it's not it's not like musical comedy mm. or should I say like comedy musicals it hasn't been done like extr- like not yeah. not well but it hasn't been done sort of that's been really mainstream do you know what i mean yeah like there's some here and there but uh, like musicals when you think of musicals you usually think more of a dramatic like thing. like, wi- like wicked you know I mean? or the line but in this case or... yeah exactly but it sort of broke in the way it broke the mm. mold like obviously there's a lot of other comedy musicals but yeah it was the one there, that sort like... of put comedy musicals <sighs> on the on the map mm. in a way not dramatically, but you know what I mean. Like it's because because yeah, and being the creators of South Park, a hundred percent helped that for sure. It's just, I, I think it's since I've seen the Book of Mormon, I can definitely confirm that it is, mm. it's 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 brilliant. I I was laughing my ass off the entire time, and I definitely recommend you see it. Um, it's it's weird because I didn't expect the actors to actually be American. I thought they were going to be. British, but I, I, it makes sense that they're American. Oh. Um, but I saw it in the West End with my with my family, and um, I was I was they actually had like real American actors that flow that flew all the way from Broadway to here, um, and they 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 just perform regularly in London, and uh, just I, I found myself like watching it like a South Park episode like any normal thing really mm. and it just shows that uh, like Matt and Trey have made something really truly special here um the the whole like i i have maggots in my scrotum line was just beautiful <laughs> like there's there's so many great moments from the, from this musical and it's the i don't like most musicals um let me get this let me get this like straight right here there's not many musicals I'm into. Um, th- there's only really like a few musicals that I enjoy, and that's like Hamilton, um, Book of Mormon, and Springtime for Hitler. That that's that's it. Hmm. And uh, Springtime for Hitler is not even a real musical. <laughs> it's a fictional musical that was made from the movie um, from from um, the movie The Producers, but whatever. It, th- there's Oh yeah, it is too, isn't it? I haven't. I've seen bits and pieces oh, of it, but not the whole great. thing. It's a great movie, and the whole uh, springtime for Hitler is a wonderful scene. It's like they try to make the most purposefully offensive musical and Broadway musical that they possibly can, um, and 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 they and they go for a, a musical about Nazi Germany, <laughs> and it's 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 it's. It's it's oh, great. God, I love it. I, I've never really seen the producers all the way, all the way through. But the scenes where they're doing the musical is just absolutely hilarious. Um, Gene Wilder, just wonderful, wonderful. And not only that, but it's like it, it the the those musical sequences are really weirdly well done and well shot and well dressed. Like the costumes are just perfect. Like I've never seen Nazi uniforms so perfectly <laughs> worn. <laughs> In anything, not even in Dunfall, were the costumes this accurate and this well done. And um, yeah, 
Um, oh no, it's, yeah, it's continue, fine. Sorry. But it's that's that's more or less it. Like the musical the comedy musicals to me are just the the some of the best really. Avenue Q is also good as well. It's it's those like really, really kind of almost self aware musicals as well that that really feel really great to me. Um, and also that opening sequence from the Book of Mormon always stuck out to me because it was the it was the only real time that you could really hear Matt um, Matt and Trey's voice um, in in the background because they because they had. Yeah. Yeah, because they had 100%. they had uh, he, they had Matt uh, Matt Stone's voice booming out of the speaker um, as one of the actors was like dub uh, was um, mouthing the lines. It was it was wonderful. It was it was, it was like yeah, but okay, Mom, man. and um, I was like yes, yes, this is South Park, yes, and I I, I could it completely escapes oh, no, my no, mind. Go ahead. Sorry, continue. Sorry. Because what I was going to say was, I completely forgot that South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, was an actual musical comedy. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I forget okay, that. that just too. completely skipped my mind thinking about Shit, it. Shit, I, sometimes I forget that as well. Yeah. Like... It's because there's so many good songs in there. There really is. Matt, Matt, Matt and Trey need to... Matt and Trey like need I, to I love... They really do. I think they're just as talented as making comedy music as they are writing mm. comedy TV. They like they they're that good. They just get it. And these are just two guys like they just all they've done is South Park. That's the thing. That's the world that they've always worked in as well. You know what I mean? Like they had like things here and there like they're that that oh they had cannibal the musical they did like way way back i think that's what they did during yeah when they were studying at the university of oh, colorado but then they did yes. orgasmo and then they got um they got south park and then the south park movie oh and they've uh, and how can i forget team america well oh, yes and well, team america had some music which that, is another great that, team america had some musical elements too it, mm, it did and there was a lot of there's a lot of good <laughs> shit that came out of that and a lot of the songs in that are look, like I'm just looking at it now. The soundtrack has about ten songs written by Trey. And on top of that, there's a, there's a number of uh, there's and a of number course, of episodes like, of South Park mm. that are based around musicals as well. Um, yeah, there are, there's like there? There that are, one episode of South Park. I forgot what it was called, but it was basically this episode where uh, where where fucking Stan's dad, where Randy was like, <laughs> um, goes to a musical. Um, he goes to like to see Wicked, and then um, and then and then Randy's wife just starts mm -hmm. like giving him a blowjob in the in the theater, <laughs> and then everyone's doing it, and it's like um, it, it's kind of poking fun of a, a lot of musical theater, despite the fact that Matt and Trey absolutely love musical theater, and they've openly like they've openly said how much they love musicals. Um, but they also love making fun of it as well, and and hmm. sort of they have a, like a lot of love for it, but they also have like they have a lot of reverence for it through their kind of parodying of it. They've nearly like nearly all of their episodes are not not their most recent hmm. seasons, but a lot of the episodes, the older of the the old like the older seasons, like music is in there hmm. to some extent, to some extent. What like. 
And I think it really adds to it. I think it like, even like when they go to, I'm just trying to think of the episode car, they go to like one, some mountain park thing, water park thing. And then Cartman's running oh, around. Oh, was it with the one, was it, was it the one, like there's, was it the one where you about, peed in the pool? Like everyone was pissing in the pool. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, he was, he was like a musical. Oh, and then just the way they use it to set the scene as well. It's, because they don't, they don't genuinely, like what they do, like music is a big part of it, like just um, setting the scene in that. But a lot of the music they use really advance, like it really makes that scene so much better. Like if, if Cartman was just running around and there was like nice music in the background, like that'd be really funny. But having Cartman singing over the top about how happy he is and et cetera, et cetera, it just makes it like that much better. It just makes it like... Mm me laugh that much harder and i love it I love oh it's just so segments good of south park i've always have like there was a one one musical segment from cartman that my mother particularly liked was um where where cartman was singing like poker face during the during this the the episode the the wailing episode mm. where cartman is like <laughs> straight up fucking killing whales i think or something to to that extent and <laughs> oh the, the, yeah the fucking God, like funny. the boat the the japanese boat that just like straight up suicide bombs the whales it's <laughs> 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 like fucking exploding the whale and killing them in the most horribly violent way possible oh. <laughs> it's just perfect it's a people god it yeah, they've been able no, to. Go ahead. Mm, sorry, go. On. They've been able to parody so many things like so so well. Like, had you had you seen how they did? I think it was more. It was a. It was a. Um, it was three episodes, and it was all about. Um, it was like oh, it was, it was based about. A uh, based around oh, Game of Thrones, shit. so it was yes, only yes, like yes. recently. Actually, it might yeah, have been no, five no, it episodes. Was, it was about three. I remember, or, and no, I think it was based around it was three or five, but. And I think oh, it was based. Yeah. No, yeah. it's four. Oh shit! I thought it was four. Yeah, bad memory. Yeah, it was they, based they around Black Friday as well. The Lord of the Rings. They did it a few times though. Um, but this was, I think, based off of the Stick of Truth. Hmm. I think. I think it was. Yeah, like a lot of like a lot of what yeah. they're wearing is based off Stick of Truth. A lot of what I think that's what it is. Yeah, because it's got that sort of um, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings sort of what thing to it. Yeah, so it's good. It's a no. It was a three story. Was it, it was about three story bl- a Black Friday? Was it the Black Friday one? Yeah, it was a. Th- yeah, that that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love yeah, that one. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, where they're like, we're selling Metal Gear Solid Five, they, and then they just like, oh, come around. It's 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 wonderful. Um, yeah, there was also that one episode where they they, they um they collectively similar, come together, uh, similar clothes oh, um in another episode and. <laughs> It was like um were their were their um were their like Stan's parents um were were gonna watch a porn together porno together, but it turned out it was switched with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and it's like Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, it is an old episode. But too. I definitely remember that. That was like one of the more memorable ones for me. Cause they because that was back when Blockbuster video was still a thing and they were like doing a thing on Blockbuster. Um, in that episode, and it's like it's really dated, but it's it's still like still oh, funny it... to this hmm. day. They've got like I think they sort of peaked 
like they there's a lot of the good episodes like from 2008 coming into sort of mm. 2011 as well as sort of that like early 2000s period but like that late 2000s period there was so many so many so many good episodes like the one that i'm thinking off the top of my head it was called oh crack baby athletic association is what it was and cartman starts this sort of league oh, about babies yes. fighting over crack so crack babies oh. oh and they get a they um they sign a deal with ea sports <laughs> to create a, <laughs> to create a video game oh and all this other like they just take it to the next level like re- like realistically nobody a lot of other people would not be able to get away with that mm. or even make that funny that's the thing like you can be offensive but like a lot of people just like offensive for the sake of being offensive which like yeah. doesn't necessarily work but they also like they something that Matt Trey do with South Park and just in general with their work is they take this stuff they they take this they 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 take this thing and and ridicule it but they they ridicule it in a way they ridicule th- things with love like it, which is something that i think is missing from a lot of satire <laughs> Um, they, 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 they put like genuine reverence, they, they have mm. genuine reverence for what they're making fun of for the most part. Um, unless it's family guy, if it's family guy, then they genuinely fucking hate it. Um, they, 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 they dedicated two whole episodes. Oh, fuck. No, yeah. T- two episodes to, to just how yeah, bad too, family yeah. guy is like based off of their hatred for that show. Um, and and a lot of people thought for a while that that the, that those two episodes where they were talking about Family Guy, they thought you know oh they're they're just good friends with they're good friends with Seth, Seth MacFarlane. They actually really like Family Guy. No, no, their commentary. No, like it, they did a whole commentary track on those two episodes. And no, they violently hate Family Guy. Like they they detest it. Like it's it's the only thing that they made fun of in their show that they genuinely hate. <laughs> that they really hate. Yeah. Well, it's, it, can you blame them? It's yeah, really like it's not creative television. Yeah. It's and also in Family Guy they, when they make fun of something um, or when they satirize something. Yeah. It's not in the way that Matt Trey do it where they, you know, they do it like like for example, very easy example, but Matt and Trey's uh, Matt and Trey's um, the Book of Mormon, they they kind of poke fun at the Mormons. But here's the thing, though, is that they genuinely respect the Mormons. They have a lot of love for them and what they do, and that it has a genuine like a lot of respect for the Mormon culture. Even though there's a lot they pick they 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 pick out with them, but they don't do it with hatred. Family Guy does it with hatred. Family Guy makes fun of something. In a very, very, um, like, in, in a very, um, angry way, in a very aggressive way, um, kind of like an Adam Sandler comedy in a way. And yes, I, I, I just compared Family Guy to Adam Sandler, but I don't think the connection is all that unlikely. <laughs> they both, they, yeah, they both kind of, like, they no, both not. have these stereotypes, but these stereotypes are not, you know, at all respected or likable, they, 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 they're just there for the sake of it. Whereas in The Simpsons, The Simpsons has stereotypes, yeah? But they are fully-fledged, you know, characters in their own right. They are stereotypes like Apu. But Apu is like, he has an actual character behind him other than this stereotype. He has a family. He has, you know, a wife and children. He has an actual arc. There's an entire episode dedicated to him. 
And then, meanwhile, in Family Guy, they remain these stereotypes. There's nothing to them other than the stereotypes. Their character is the stereotypes and nothing more. They don't develop. And that's the, one of the biggest problems with Family Guy's characters, is it has the outline that The Simpsons has, but it doesn't have the heart and the character to back that up. And that is, the that is in my opinion, the big problem. Because you can yeah, still sorry, sort of ahead. use... Yeah. Hmm. Well, it is because you can use a lot of um. You can like you can even take the stereotype to the edge. Like you can push it as far as you want, but like you can do that still while having that sort of like yeah. the a substance, the substance of the character. Mm. Like you don't have to sacrifice either. But it's like you really don't Family to Guy, make it's it like good. One or the other, really, because the writing team for Family Guy is are so two dimensional, yeah. and. You know, you could argue that, oh, Seth MacFarlane's actually, like, a good writer when he's doing his own stuff. No. Have you seen A Million Ways to Die in the West? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not... Yeah, that's not... It's not that good. But then again, does, like, in the end... Um, did, he, did he produce that I don't film know as well? If he did. I, I doubt it, actually. No, because, like... Because, like, obviously the writer, like, yeah. like, he created Family Guy, but then he created, like, American Dad and The Cleveland Show, and he's got all these other projects mm. going on. The blame can't... But then again, he created the show, do you know what I mean? Like, in the end, he has the final say. <laughs> so it's on him. In the in the end, it's his decision. He has the final say. Yeah. You like, have I to guess, blame I, him for I, how I, shit I it is. you're right, actually. Yeah. L- l- you really yeah, do. Blame Seth MacFarlane. Blame him for that, actually. Especially blame him for the Cleveland show. I think that we can all agree that we should blame him for that. Hmm. Um, oh, you poor bastard. Why did you get I have it on DVD. <laughs> okay, I bought it like three years ago. Three, four years ago when like my... Um, what I thought was good comedy was like a bit oh. lower than it is now. Mm, I feel bad, but you know. I we, found out you live and the you other learn. day, actually. This was uh, shortly after... Um, the last time I talked to you, um, it w- oh, we, we were talking about David Lynch and, mm. um, I decided to look some stuff up. I, I decided to look up like what David Lynch has been in, uh, his like filmography, I guess, what he's directed, what's, what he's acted in. And I was very disturbed to find he actually was in the Cleveland show. He was, he was a regular character in actually? the show, kind of like Adam West as like the mayor and stuff. Yeah, and I was absolutely fucking horrified. And so I decided to look at some clips to make sure. And yes, that is actually David Lynch himself. And I I felt a part of me dying. Oh, yes, he is too. I don't know why. Why was he in that? Oh, that's hilarious. Why? I mean, I guess, like, David Lynch has done some avant-garde shit in his day, but, like, come on. <laughs> this is just pushing it. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I, I'm just, I, I think, I like, even then, I think I think I can forgive him, even even despite that, because uh, season three of Twin Peaks just came out a while back, so um, that's good. <laughs> yes, it, um, I want... Oh, I did yes, too, didn't and it? they've made about six episodes Only so far, and too, I've seen yeah. all of them. I um, I made this. This is, yeah. Um, 
It it definitely does. Does it hold crap. up? I I think because I watched all of Twin Peaks and I was just like I heard season three was out and I was just so excited. And this was the first time I ever bought a television subscription. This is the first time I've ever done that just to see Twin Peaks. Um, hmm. And I, I did not regret it. I, I watched all the episodes that came out, and it is a fucking mind trip. It is, it's an, it, the first two episodes are just constant mind fucking. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, it, it, season three is just amazing so far. I think it's, it's, it holds up, and not only not only that, but one of my favorite things about season three so far, like I'm not spoiling, I'm not going to spoil season three at all for anyone uh, listening or for you either, uh, Matt. But it, season three, uh, one of the mm. things that makes season three mm. so good is that it, it's it's something that you would think is actually a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, actually. Uh, season three of Twin Peaks alienates its, its fans. Mm. It completely alienates it, and you'd think that that's a negative point. It's really not. It's actually more of a positive in the case of tw- of David Lynch and everything that he does. It's so different from season one and two that it's like a completely different thing altogether. That like we got Naomi Watts <laughs> in in the background. We have Michael. We have Michael Sarah. Like we have Michael Sarah as a, doing a Marlon Brando impression. Like this is real, and it's so good. It, it's oh, it's so good. completely removed from from any of of what the show set up. It has some references to the movie even, and like it, it references a bunch of stuff, and it still has like the comedy. It still has the humor, um, of the show, and it has like a lot of Lynchian humor. But it's it's very much like it's its own separate thing now, um, and they very much like Samurai Jack, like Sa- Samurai Jack season five. Something I've noticed about this year is it, it seems like it seems to be like this is the year of like the return, the year of the of the returns of like old properties <laughs> from the nineties. Like we have the like we have it's new new Samurai Jack, new Twin Peaks, new Bubsy game. Um, you know, like, like all all this all this stuff. Even like Crash Bandicoot, like Crash Bandicoot's like coming back even. Um, but yeah, I th- I think I think Twin Peaks season three though is like, I I think probably my favorite of the revived uh, franchises that has been coming up this year. Um, but also like, um, by the way, I completely forgot what I was <laughs> what point I was gonna make for a while, but I remembered that. Um, the point I was gonna make was. Like Samurai Jack season five, like there's a uh, like Samurai Jack season five, Twin Peaks uh, season three, very much um, weighs in on the fact that it has been like 25 years since the last season, and they go on, they 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 really do, um, they they make that a point, mm. and make that very much an important thing where a lot of shit has happened over 25 years, um, a lot. Like I'm not gonna say what what, but. A shitload has happened to so much so that even the main character Cooper doesn't know what happened <laughs> over the twenty-five years because he's been like 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 Samurai Jack. He's kind of been in a hole for twenty-five years. And now he's just kind of coming back. Um, so it's it's mm. got that similarity where the main character is like the main hero mm. is like 
uh, in a sense of despair for so many years and locked up and then he's back um which i think is is really cool before we like i wanted to mention i wanted to touch on the revival of things before we go because i have to piss so badly mm. you have no idea but <laughs> i wanted to talk about how like like it's all good not okay not it's not all well and good but like there's some shows you can revive quite well and like so twin peaks and you um what were we just fucking talking about what was the other show samurai jack of course and they have revived them quite quite well which is like it's not easy it's not an easy task it's really not like He's an, like another example of a shitty one is the Powerpuff Girls. So they brought that back for Cartoon Network. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, oh, it's so bad. But I wanted to mention, like, there's so many original shows in the last, even like the, like the last five years that have come out. And there's these, it's taken, like, it's, it's hard to believe. Like, television and creating stories has been going on for so, so long. And they're able to create these, like, these unique sort of, these unique sort of things, like the, the the show off the top of my head, the shows off the top of my head are like the Eric Andre show, the Eric Andre show, which like takes that talk show format, and like hey, there's like a lot of like Tim and Eric and even like David Lynch inspired things in that. Fuck yeah! As well as like Rick and Morty, which is like, which is definitely it's my it's the best show on tele it's the best show on television in my opinion. It really is. It takes this like this really stereotypical sort of um, concept. Which is like it's obviously like Back to the Future, but like it's so well done, and it's like it's so different. It's like a di- it's a very different comedy voice. Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon, like combining their two different sort of, because they sort of came from two different worlds in a way. Like Dan Harmon has always been like that main, like he's a he's a Hollywood type in a way, hmm. and then Justin Roiland's like this like independent because like. This, like, you know what I mean? Like, this independent, start on the internet sort of thing. Yeah, like, Dan Harmon... And it's Dan, sort of joined Dan, these two... Dan Harmon's, like, the technical mind, and then Justin Roiland's, mm. like, the, the shitlord that just kind of hangs around and eats, eat, eats, eat, eats, um, eats, eats, like, the munchies and shit. Exactly. Like, he's, um, he... Oh, I was, I was watching a video on Adult Swim the other day, and it was Justin Roiland, and he was drinking... He was taking shots... Yes. ...before doing his lines for Rick... Yes, and it's just like, oh, like he's a like he's a, that's a method actor. He's taking like he's <laughs> actually drinking to play the part. Like yeah. that is fucking amazing. I think I saw that clip as well, where um he had to he he did this because this was a scene where Rick was particularly drunk, and he had to really like he downed like several shots of tequila and was completely just dead, and it was great. They definitely oh god, that's good. It's so good. This has been a We Are On We production. Head to onwe.tv for more. <laughs>